Today on News 4 at 4, we're working for you. An inside look at the local COVID vaccine trial for kids. What children reported days after getting the shot and how it could impact the timeline of kids being vaccinated. Today at 4 p.m. on NBC4. Tonight, it's the Voice Live Rounds, and Nick Jonas wants his first win. Let's get this done. Who's got what it takes and whose dream ends here? Watch live and vote to save your faves. The Voice Live Rounds, tonight on NBC. What up, world? This is Anthony Roberts, host of The Reality Is, where filtering becomes extinct, man, and we back for another week of great shows and great content. We had a full house this week. We had a... Uh, Gabrielle Johnson, she was back um, after a couple of weeks. We had the homie Brian Fuller uh, from Loud and Clear uh, podcast over off UTA Radio, iHeartRadio. We had Christian Evans back in the studio who came through. We had Brian, not, I already said Brian shit, I'm tripping. It's a Wednesday. The podcast is late, I apologize. We had the homie Gary Green who hadn't been in there in a while, so he was back in there. So it was good to have everybody there. Um, shout out to Kevin Mendez, man. If you haven't checked out the Reality Is website or the Facebook, go check it out. We have a profile up of where the show comes from, why we created the show, since we get asked all the time what the show is about and why we created it. We're going to talk a lot about a lot of things today. Uh, one of them being is, is it okay to turn down your mate for sex? And if, if so, I mean, if it leads to infidelity, is that your fault, his or her fault? And I can speak very uh, candidly about that, me personally. Have you ever dated someone where your sexuality or your sex drive was not compatible? Um, I won't say any names to respect the person, but I know I've been in a situation to where I dated a woman, very successful, very busy life. Uh, my life was pretty busy, but it, at that time it wasn't busy as it is now. But, you know, I respected her space. I respected her time. But I, I dealt with a situation where she held out um, sex. And, you know, some people will say, well, shit, if you weren't married to her, she didn't have to have sex with you. She's not obligated to sleep with you. Why would she have sex with you all the time when you want it? Why buy the, well, get the milk before buying the cow? All that shit that people say who are stuck in 1920. So I'll say this. I agree. She doesn't have to give me sex. She's not obligated to have sex with me. No, she's not. But. Just like people have, you know, they always respond when somebody says, oh, well, well, why, why, why buy the cow when you can get the milk? Well, shit, would you buy a car without test driving it? I mean, to know if the motor's good, you, you're not going to do that. You want to know how many miles per gallon you could get off that motherfucker. So for me, my whole issue was when we started out dating, she was very intriguing. She cooked, um, you know, we had sex. She surprised me with, with gifts. And I'm not even talking about monetarily gifts, just, you know, my presence made her happy my presence made her smile when i would come you know come see her come visit her everything was great like the first six months i remember picking up the phone calling the homeboy saying hey boy this might be the one this might be the one and surely three months later things changed you know she didn't cook as much she didn't uh you know not clean i, I know y'all probably like this nigga say clean every time he tell a story it just rolls off my tongue i'm from the country i apologize about that but she you know the sex and everything it just kind of it, it dropped it's like it hit its plateau in like the sixth month and, and it literally dropped and i was okay with it for the first couple of weeks uh even the first month then around a month and a half and two months i was like okay i don't know about this then you know on this show we talk about masturbation so i you know i had self-intimacy and that lasted till about the top of the third month we went about six months without having sex no oral sex no hand jobs no no nothing like 
dry. And I understood it, but there was frustration there because one, I am a man, that's no excuse. But two, she started out that way. So my thing is when you start out that way and then you change, what's the issue? As a man, you, you want sex. We are sexual creatures. We are physical beings. So when we see something that we're attracted to, we want that. We we, we want to go for it. When our dicks picks out a mate or picks out a person that we want to sleep with, we start thinking with our dicks. We all know that. Now, I know there are situations that you have to take into account. Uh, maybe it's, uh, you know, if you have a wife or even a girlfriend and you, you've had a baby. And, you know, she's not up for it or, you know, the doctor tells you you can't have sex for three weeks. We understand that some 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 mothers suffer from postpartum. We get that. Some people may have a loss or a death in the family that hit close to home and they're just not into it. Uh, we do know women's vaginas are connected to their hearts and their minds unless you're a slut. Uh, no matter what Amber Rose says, that was a joke. But. We understand there are situations that you have to take into account. And I get that. But this is not one of those situations. When someone asks me this question about, is it okay to step out? Or, you know, infidelity comes about. Is it okay when your wife or girlfriend is not having sex? Excuse my phone. This is the reality. Is the shit just, I got a text message. It's okay. So to continue with the story, is it okay? I don't think it's ever okay to cheat on someone. That's my personal opinion, especially if you're not married, because you can do whatever the hell you want to do. You can leave. You don't have to be there. That's 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 my opinion. But like I said, there are situations to where you want to stay. And I know for me, I stayed. Um, I went to counseling with this, you know, with the girl I was dating at that time to talk about the the lack of intimacy. Um, intimacy is important. It's important to men and it's important to women. I mean, I think too many times we say, oh, it's, it's a man thing. No, it's women, too. So we have to take all of that into account. I had a get together this weekend and I, I, I saw two friends I hadn't seen in a long, long time. And both of them told me they were having uh, divorces that finalized on Monday. And I said, what what are those? What What is that? Why is that? One of the top two reasons was a lack of sex, a lack of communication. Communication and sex kind of go hand in hand. If you didn't know, it's kind of a big deal. So when they said that, I was like, damn. And one was a female, one was a male. And the female was the one that told me, hey, Ann, I used to think you was crazy when you always talked about sex and, and how you needed it with that person. Because when you turn 30, for some, for most, you don't just fuck just to be fucking. You like to have a mate that you can feel connected to or feel intimate with. And sex becomes more than just sex. It's intimacy, too, for a man. Oh, yes, ladies, that does happen for men. So again, I don't think it's a good reason. You know, I don't think infidelity is ever something that you could say, yes, you, you you had a clear cut reason to do so. But if a man does cheat on you or, or, or men, if a woman does cheat on you, the first thing I would do is find out why. Because unless she's just a person that's just out there and, and, and she's just uh, promiscuous, you need to find out why. What did you do? What did you not do to make her want to step out? And as human beings, we're all going to look at the opposite sex if you're not gay. And even if you're gay, you're going to look at the same sex and find them attractive. Even if you're with somebody, that's human fucking nature. If you say you haven't cut your eyes off, cut your fucking head off and kill yourself. Because the reality is 
there comes a time in life where you fall in love and you fall out of love. You have sex and you don't have sex. But the best way to get to the bottom of it is communication. And at that point in time, if you have communicated and you're the communicator relaying a message to your uh, messenger and you don't get the correct feedback that you need consistently and it doesn't change, then at that point you need to start looking at maybe changing your partner. So, no, I don't agree with infidelity, but I do understand it in situations to where a mate is being turned down. If it's not for one of those top two or three reasons that I named, uh, such as after having a baby, uh, mental issues or something's just not right with the box at the time. And I'm speaking about men to women because I am a man who sleeps with women. So we're going to dive into this a little bit more. You're going to hear the insight from my wonderful co-host. And you'll hear what they have. You'll, yeah, well, yeah, you'll hear what they have to say. I was going to say you'll see, but you ain't watching shit. This is audio. But again, man, we glad you guys came back to listen to another show of The Reality Is Where Filter Me Comes Extinct. Man, I hope you guys enjoy this show. Go right now and subscribe to us on iTunes. Listen to us on SoundCloud. Tell somebody to tell somebody to tell somebody. Let's take this shit back to the 18th century where the best news was delivered by word of mouth. Let's get to the fucking show. Roberts, man, we got a full house in here today. We got a lot of great, great topics. Um, I don't know if you guys were listening earlier. I was on UTA radio back where it all started with the homie Brian Fuller. Um, if you get the opportunity, check him out. Listen to him loud and clear every Saturday from 10 to 12 where the spit hits the fan. Um, if you want to know how to listen to Brian Fuller's loud and clear, all you have to do is download the, uh, what is it? The iHeart, yeah, iHeart Radio app and search UTA Radio. And like I said, every Saturday from 10 to 12, you can listen to the homie. Then he leaves and sometimes comes over here to the reality is, as I always told you guys, he's the one who edits and uh, fixes up the audio for what you listen to on SoundCloud and on iTunes, man. We appreciate him for doing that. How you guys doing today, man? I'm great. I I'm feel great. like the mic. I'm a little salty. What's wrong? I'm good. You got the... Uh, Red That's Bull over there. You still drinking Red Bull after they told you this bull Who said that? ejaculation? It was all over the news. Right. Like, oh, last right. Month. So, so Chinese food is cats. I still eat it. We hey, eat pussy bull anyway. Ejaculation. So. It's caffeine. Well, hey, yeah. keep drinking it. Well, and I'm bull going to. Hey. It don't give me wings, but you know what makes a good cocktail with Red Bull? Uh, what was that we used to drink? Uh, uh, Bacardi Dragonberry, uh, uh, three olives cherry, and that. Oh, I don't like three olives. <sighs> Well, just you see, use, I keep keep my eyes on Brian. Just use the dragon. Like, every time he moved that burger, I'm like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, like looking like, uh huh. Yeah, what? Like bull sperm. <laughs> what did he say? They'd be jerking off a lot of bulls to get all that goddamn. Uh, Ain't got to jerk off a bull. lot. Have you seen a horse uh, ejaculate when they put that little cuff on his penis? No. Man, they showed it one time I was watching. It was basically like a horse in a stable. They had him in that little small well, stable so right he wouldn't now. go anywhere. So the much. thing, of course, the the tube was about this long. And it's like a, some kind of suction, and it, they would put it on it right before. Basically, he would be humping a female horse, and then right before it, he would put the uh, tube on the penis. Once they put the tube on the penis, he would ejaculate, and it came out like somebody opening up a, like a shaking Sprite bottle all up and through there. Yeah. Maybe he just had blue balls. I don't know. That horse hadn't got no ass in a while. It was a lot. It filled up the tube, so I, I can only imagine a bull. Well, that's, you know. Whatever, I I'll, know I, you know, Red Bull gives you wings, though. I don't know about that. Is it me or my mic sound? It's like my 
I don't know what they just did. It turned it up. Oh, like, it sounds a little low. You think my low? No, that I, sounds high to me. Oh, mine isn't. Turn it back up. I really could like take that. these headphones off. That's what it is right there. Yeah. Mic check, mic check. Yeah, what Brian did. Yeah, that's can you it, hear, bro. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. That's good. I think oh. it was just too loud on the on the board. So, the first, I mean, I wanted to talk about earlier this week, man. I got a text to tell me about it, but it was a white guy who took a selfie uh, with the, one of his colleagues of his three-year-old son. It was like the white guy took a selfie, and in the back, it was like a little black kid. And a lot of people, you know, were talking about it because some of the racist comments that were being made about it in reference to the kid. Um, if you look at Facebook, I forgot the guy's name because they quickly took it down, of course. But they were saying stuff like, man, when did you buy when did you buy or adopt a black kid? Uh, stuff like, oh, you know, uh, they're expensive. I, mean, uh, I didn't know you had owned a slave. Uh, you need to send them back. You probably can't afford them. So things like that. And people were just like, why the hell would you take a picture of your colleague's kid? And post of or allow that to be posted in reference to it. Now I know that's a heightened sensitivity about what's going on right now, but I just think it's certain things you don't play about. But that's me. Well, obviously. So the guy got fired. Oh, he was at work. No, so even if it colleagues. wasn't at work, yeah. That's yeah. No, they're colleagues. So he got fired from his job, and then even some of the people that were commenting, they got fired from their job. God damn. So I don't know, like, they, what, they what they more do you together. want? They all work together. Oh, well, that was no. Great. I mean, there were people that didn't even work with worked them. Worked at, at other places. Yeah. Their 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 uh, company saw fired. what was written, and they fired. and then they fired them too, even if they didn't work at the same company. Well, that's some good stuff. Didn't yeah. know that happened. Yeah, well, I don't know how I much. I think else. it's just. I mean, regardless of the like the yeah. race, you don't just talk about people. No, that's what I'm saying. It ain't even. It ain't. It's not what I'm saying. It's not even about the race. Exactly. Yeah, obviously, very very inappropriate. Because even if it was like a a, a a black dude, I mean, switch the roles. It's still the same thing. You know, I think when you think about kids, you think about the innocence, the things that they don't know, and to kind of like go in on them. You know, even back in the day when people used to talk about you know retarded kids or what's the new word, they, the uh, new term, mentally challenged uh, or no, 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 mentally handicapped, no, it's mentally it's retarded, intellectually. Oh yeah, that's what it is. Impaired or something. something it's like something that. long. Yeah. And they was just like, well, shit, that sounds. I think Michael Rappaport, when I was listening to the podcast, he was like, that sounds worse. I was going to say, intellectually impaired sounds, sounds worse. Really? It, it sounds yeah. a lot probably worse. Wrong. That's, sure that's mean. It's actually something, but I just don't remember what yeah, it is. Yeah, but so they were talking about that in reference to it. But for me, I just, when I saw it, I, I just think my mindset goes to like, what the hell are you thinking about to even post it, bro? I mean, to post it and then you know everybody. It's on social comment. media. Yeah. And social media is one of them things where you already know you can lose your job for saying anything negative, derogatory, or sometimes even siding with a particular party when it comes to Democrats and Republicans. So mm. I will say, just to play a little devil's advocate, because you got to have a devil's advocate, I do think we live in a society and a time that's just hypersensitive to, like, political correctness. Like, oh, yeah. Uh, you tell a joke here. I mean, you look at some of these Twitter accounts, or not Twitter, but, like, Instagram accounts, uh, you know, some of them, they have a bunch of inappropriate stuff, but people yeah. go in, laugh at it, comment. I just think sometimes, now, obviously what the guy did was very wrong and yeah. just stupid, right? And then the people that commented, come on, man, you, you know. One, we it's not like a surprise that people feel that way about oh, black no. people. No, But it's like I do think sometimes we're just a little bit sensitive to, like, PC stuff. And I think a lot of people was going to – I felt like they were safe in doing it being on his page. It's kind of like right. if we go on our page or Gabby posts something about a joke about a white person and I go on your page, Gab, and I just say whatever I want to say, I feel comfortable because I'm like, these are black people. I'm talking amongst people that I know. And you're saying it tongue-in-cheek. You're exactly. not saying it in a hateful way. Always manner. in a hateful way. But it's harder 
you know, and I'm not defending white people, but it's harder for white people to really get away with saying anything. Oh, yeah, it's damn near impossible for me to get away Because of everything with. that's going on. Yeah. Why are you looking like you're perplexed th- again this week? I, I had a I had a thought with it. And it lost it. Y'all better off realizing there's nothing that y'all could do with me. All I ever ask is keep it eight more than 92 with me. 100. Yeah. 100. All I ever ask is 100. Homie Gary has came in. What's good with you, bro? I'm good, man. It's good <laughs> to be back. Yeah, it's been a minute, but it's good to be back. How do you feel being 30, man? <laughs> I was telling him we celebrated you last <laughs> week, man. Dog, I'm I'm like pulling muscles and like <laughs> yeah. you know, just doing regular activities that I did before I turned 30, and now all of a sudden, man, hip flexor just yeah. hurting. Well, I'm telling you, I told you, I texted you, I said, you're going to have shit start hurting, and you don't yeah. even know. When I turned 30, bro, like in terms of masturbation, I used to masturbate in the, in the, in the bathroom. Just by myself. Nah, I fucking masturbate on the couch, nigga. Just right out in the front. Like, yeah, why, right. why go to the bathroom? Hit it right, right on the couch. I'll tell you what. Talking about masturbating at 30, you hey, you started it. You're, when, you, from, when you masturbate in private, because you might do it in front of, you know, your wife. I don't know what y'all get into. <laughs> I don't know what kind uh, of kinky shit y'all into. <laughs> Is that kinky? Let's have sex with our no, children. I mean, you know, while just, looking at each no, other. Like, that kind of shit. You're yeah. um, But, so... <laughs> When you do it, you're gonna start making more guttural nut busting sounds. <laughs> yeah. uh, the shit's just gonna sound terrible. You're gonna, be, you know, like in the you porno. Oh, oh! <laughs> I'm telling you, man. Once you turn 30, you just get real you disgusting. Just, you embrace it. You just start spitting on your hand and say, oh fuck, "Fuck the lotion. I ain't got time. <laughs> I just gotta get this." I haven't spit it on my hand, but I've licked my hand before. To yeah. get the lubrication. Well, I mean, spit on it, man. Just, just a little bit. Like, but I feel like. Slop, I mean, I ain't Did you lick deep, your hand before and, and uh, right again, after? You <laughs> said saliva. Saliva. It's like it would dry it out. No, saliva is actually the Pretty best lubricant. natural lubricant there is. And yeah, I mean, I will lick my hand after touching my penis. I mean, it's like kissing a girl who give you head, and you kiss her, you gonna you gonna taste it on the lips. Pause. <laughs> not by choice. You don't just be like. Oh no 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 not like okay, that. Okay, but no. you would. Yeah, you just yeah, don't. Yeah, yeah yeah yeah. I'm not just like yeah. I get what you're saying. Niggas over here. I'm out of here. XNXX. with his hand and shit. Anyway, what was our first one? What's our first? I wanted to roll into. I I got another text. I always get texts throughout the week from people I know telling me, "Hey, you guys should talk about this story." So this was another one, and it it was kind of it was titled "Who's Looking Out for Us," and it was talking in terms of black women. And black girls and and it came from i don't know if this uh family was in virginia or dc but it was basically a black woman who is a professor at one of the universities in the dmv and she has a daughter who's about 14 years old just started uh ninth grade has been suspended three times now before then she's been making all a's great great uh you know has, has great things going for her, you know great commentary very knowledgeable so basically, basically, she challenged her teacher, which is a white woman, and she challenged her on the on the on the basis of the things that she was teaching them in reference to Christopher Columbus and like slavery and Thanksgiving and everything like that. She was teaching it in the traditional sense in reference to like Columbus found, you know, founded America right. or the peace that came with the Indians and the pilgrims. And the black girl was like, that's that's not how it happened. So in class, she would raise her hand and say, I get, you know, kind of like I understand and I'm paraphrasing. I understand what you're saying, but this is not the truth. And let 
letting her know that her mother taught her this. She read books and saw statistics and facts that this didn't happen, but this happened. Then she painted a picture of like black women in a light, not a negative light, but not in a light that was justified in reference to how you describe or explain like black women back in the days. Let's just give an example of like, uh, you know, when you had a mixed baby back in the day, they called him a lotto. And it wasn't because, you know, black women wanted to sleep with master. It was because master raped her right. you know what i'm saying but that wasn't being taught that way so she challenged it which got her suspended and after what the third, that yeah. got her suspended yes and after the third time the mother came up to the school and was like so my daughter has never done anything what is the reason for her being you know suspended i, I feel and i feel like i, I don't necessarily know about being suspended yeah. but i do feel like the girl was out of place a little bit because that's the teacher you can't interrupt class because number one no matter what you say that's not gonna be on the test yeah so i mean if we in class you can't continue to un- interrupt the teacher maybe being that your mom is a professor, maybe mm-hmm. you should voice these concerns to your mom, mm-hmm. and then after class or something, talk to the teacher, or maybe your mom should go up there and talk to the teacher, but I feel like no matter... Because what, it's a place of order. It, and right, exactly. So, I mean, all, but, all of the students can't just yell out shit that but, their mama taught but, them at home. But at what point do you have a place of order and respect to a place of learning and free speech? Mm-hmm. Like, isn't that what learning's all about? True learning is all about learning, free speech, ideas, whether right. what they're saying is true, I think the girl should challenge the teacher. Mm-hmm. And look, I think what happened. Well, what did the what did they say when the when the well, mom when called? the mom got up? I mean, they still suspended her because like it was about like what Gabrielle said. They were it was one of those things where it's like, yeah, we get it, I but take my kid right a, out of it's that a, school. It's a line of protocol that you follow in reference yeah. to addressing is, but, these issues, right? Because no, I mean, the other cursing. students, the, uh, but the, but you're distracting from the from the class. Yeah. So it's just kind of like uh, although the information is correct, there's a way and there's a way to do everything, and that's not orderly but, because it's not now she's getting kicked out of school. So that doesn't necessarily mean that it's going to change anything. She's just getting it, kicked out. At some point, this you know us trying to to fall in line with whatever whoever gets to dictate what the order is, and yeah. and I understand what you're saying, and I don't necessarily disagree, but at the same time, how many other things are are considered disorderly that we've needed to be able to open up lines of communication, communication and things so. like that? And I mean, I think like Chris was saying, unless she was cussing and being disrespectful, yeah. then I think she, I think it was good that she said that, especially for the sake of maybe the other listeners yeah. in the classroom and true that education. might have not heard. That perspective and before, in the true part, that might truly think that Christopher Columbus then found, found some, something this, that he did, and that's something. fine. But this is th- the thing: if it's happened three times, then I could understand if she had, which and she may have, if she had tried to talk to the teacher outside of class yeah. or tried to, you know, go about it in a different way, and that didn't work. And then you just be like, okay, I'm fixing to just yell this information out. But in order for it to happen three times, yeah. and yeah. Then, you know, and now your mom's finally coming up here on the third time. It's just kind of like, why didn't she come up here? You know, that's the, the real question, Mom. Or the second time. Why did you not you come know, up the first time to figure right. out what right. your daughter was? So now it's just kind of like she's getting suspended, and now the third time, now it's all of a sudden who's looking out for who's our black girls? It's like, no, why didn't you? Why you didn't come up here the first time? Why are you? So if you who's looking out for our black girls, yeah. then you should be here the first time. Yeah, right. And I agree with you there. But what I do want to challenge and I want to think about is, I think saying that she was not keeping the order of the class giving what she was saying. I think that's the equivalent of saying she was in arithmetic class and the teacher was saying two plus two is six, but she was like, no, teacher, right. two plus two is actually four. Right. Would you get kicked out for that? 
if the teacher is explicitly teaching you something wrong, yes, is right. that wrong for you it's to say, informed. I got to take the algebra next year, and if I have six instead of four, I'm going to be wrong. Right. So, no, but what I'm saying is if you have a test, so no matter what the information that th- is wrong, you're right, this is completely wrong, but this is what's in the book. Two plus two is not six. It's that's not in the book. Yeah. But, you know, so if, if I'm teaching what the book says, which the book is wrong, which like the kid, yeah, like last yeah. week we talked about, got the book, you know, amended when yeah. they were trying to say that slaves were immigrants. The immigrants. So immigrants. that's what? what I'm saying. And interns, right? They were okay. yeah, saying that slaves were immigrants and interns, <laughs> yeah. but that lady went about it a different way. There's a way. book that says that. Yes, it was it was a, it was a textbook. It was a textbook. I wrote an article about it. I wrote an article about it. And this mom, she she put on she put on Facebook and they corrected the textbook. But that's what I'm saying is it's kind of like your daughter just getting put out of school or you know going about it this way is not necessarily going to change anything. So are you trying to just interrupt class just to tell teachers wrong, or are you trying to change some change the information that's being? Change of command. I mean, I like you said, the protocol in which you follow, you know, follow to get change is different. And and it made me think about um, not Goodwill Hunting, but Finding Forrester. I don't know if any of you ever seen that. Yeah, the basketball. Yeah, the, and it was a great movie because you know with Sean Connery, I forgot the black guy's name that played in the movie, but basically he challenged the professor in that class, who was like an elite uh, professor at that high school you know it was kind of like a college of high schools you know like a great university and they were talking about like these poets and everything like that and the the professor was picking on this this white dude who really was kind of like an introvert Mm -hmm. and the kid didn't know it and he wasn't paying attention in class but he didn't know it so the black dude kind of took up for him by answering the question and he answered it correctly so the the professor was like okay let me throw something else out there to you so he was like asking him three or four things and he was quoting these things, and a black dude was on that shit, like finishing his sentences, mm-hmm. telling them who the Arthur were, Arthur was, and he ended up kicking the kid out of the class. And he was pissed off about it, but the way Sean Connery talked to him, he kind of did it like how Christian is saying in the perspective that you're having, to where he was like, you were right, he's a dick, he was wrong, but you have to handle it in a certain way to right. where you don't, you know, because you're going to want to be the one getting punished. So the dude got kicked out the basketball team. They wanted to kick him out of the school. And he was like, yeah, I was trying to tell. Yeah, finding force. And he was like, I was trying to tell you because this dude is a dick about what he does. Anybody knows any kind of a professor. Most of them, they are, they when they've gotten a PhD or a degree like that high, they want to be called this. They want to be this t- different type of person, which is like the things that the tie to you, Gary. Like I told you, bro, like you're a different breed, bro. To have the education that you have and don't walk around, you know what I'm saying? Acting as if you're whatever. But you have so many people who do hang their hat on that and if you don't respect it to that point you're kind of you're kind of crossing a line to them you know what i'm saying so but if you've never seen finding forrester definitely want to go see it but you know like i said i I think it's a good thing on what both of you were saying like you saying playing the devil's advocate i do agree with the mother like i didn't read anything about her showing up the first two times so what kind of example is what accountability do you have exactly Exactly. i think that's probably the most important question now don't get me wrong like i said i didn't read i read like most of the article but i don't i didn't research to see if it was any kind of like backstory for the first two times i don't know but like you said without that information being input and you really looking at it from a logical standpoint you're going to look at it and say where was the mother but you know, like we've talked about too, you know, for headings and 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 and, and punchlines, people for clickbait, for clicks, you know, yeah. they they put that. What are we doing? Or how do you look out? Who's looking out for black women? You're gonna click on it because I really don't even think that story had a lot to do with looking no. out for black women. It no. was more I'm so of like so challenging the information. Yeah. Because I, right. I don't know if you saw this was a while ago. I saw some somebody put a clip where this it was a white boy actually in in, in a Duncanville school, and he was going off on the teacher saying pretty much that she wasn't edu- you know providing the, the correct information yeah. and he got put out of class and he was white the teacher was white 
and he would but he was pretty much saying that you're teaching us wrong information yeah. you you just give us a test or you give us these you know quizzes that have nothing to do with nothing and was the boy with the long hair mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. That, that i think it's sad too because i think it's more of an indication of the state of our education system well that, and that's what i was going to say chris because the point you were making was was good about the arithmetic you think about it in mathematics and it, right. and, it and it brings it down to earth a little more because Two plus two is four. Right. And, there, and that's something. No matter what knows. language you speak. But yeah. what if the book said two, point two plus two was six and you knew it was four? So that's the problem is you have the teachers, but then you also have these this issue like this Texas textbook. And the fact that the Texas, Texas buying power for textbooks makes it to where other states will use the same kind of textbook, even though it doesn't come originate from those states. So you have rewriting of language like, you know, like was mentioned about they came basically as immigrants and workers and and and, and, and summer anything. interns they right right mm-hmm. and and so you know this complete language change and in that situation you do have a child that challenged it and a mother that backed him up mm-hmm. and they s- apologized and said they, they, they that's a problem they need to change it but the fact is if they didn't if they didn't challenge that if they didn't disrupt uh this practice it would have just continued and our kids would be growing up hearing that you know there was no slavery. Right, but how did the la- the mom disrupt it? It wasn't in class. It wasn't in something that I was. The, a- I think the boy, uh, you know what, and I think you know what I mean? The majority of it was him going home, but I think he did say something in, in right. class. Right, I don't know. If but which is fine. I'm not saying you shouldn't be able to say anything in class, but to the point to where you're being disruptive and and possibly disrespectful. I don't know because I because I didn't read the story. Mm-hmm. But like you said, he maybe said something in school, then went home and said something to his mom, right. and, and then his, his mom, mom just called, called pretty, the publisher. Right. But but even then, right, in this state that we are in the environment we live in, it's all like social media activism based. If he did not stand up and interrupt and get kicked out and somebody actually had it on his phone, would anybody even care if it didn't go viral on social media? Yeah. Probably not. Like all this stuff we see, even with the whole Black Lives Matter movement, black people have been dying. Nobody cared until, so you know, the social media social activism. Media. You got viral videos. You can't t- turn a blind eye anymore. No, you can't. So right. sometimes, like. It could be effective, you know. It's funny because and and what you were saying about the social media and having access to cell phones and everything to to see things. If you watch Selma, it was the same thing or the same tactics that Martin Luther King used exactly. with television at yes. the time when we, when it was radio yes. and you couldn't see anything. And people were like, "Why are we going to like when he was looking where to march at? He wanted to go to Selma because he knew." The deputy uh, sheriff down there was like a boss hog. He was on right. everything. Yeah, he didn't, right. you know, he voiced his opinion. He was physical with people. So that was like, that's where we need to go to show the message of what's really happening. And in get the, South. the national media exactly. here right. to, see to put it out attention. there. Yeah, exactly. and, and, and it's always been that way. Like, it's different levels of it, like right. we talk about now, but that's always the point. What can we do to get it out there? Not to be funny, it's one of the reasons all of us started doing this podcast because, you know, you can only do so much on radio. I was doing Brian's show this morning and I was on there for a brief moment. And like I was, I, I, I was talking about something, and I ended up saying "fuck," and I was like, "Oh shit, I can't say this on it. I'm ready to get back to where I was at with the reality is, so we can try to talk about it in the full entirety." And so many people now go to podcasts, whether they listening to it or it's major, you know, figures going to podcasts because you can say what you want to say. You could talk the whole two hours, or you could play music. When you're doing like like actual radio, where it's uh, regulated by the FCC, right. you have to promote a certain brand. You have to say certain things, so you could be on there like maybe 25 minutes out of an hour, but right. you can't take that whole hour because you got to do promos. You got to do this and that. If we do promos for people who may be paying for the show, we could do. We you know we could say a quick thing right now. 
for five seconds and be done and go on to something else. Right. We don't have to. So that's the power of media. It always has been with the radio, with television, and the evolution of, you know, with the cell phones and what all the cell phones can do. And I mean, encompass. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's a big thing, man. I, 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 you know. But, but I was going to say the, the other thing is uh, I think sometimes we misuse that Black Lives Matter slant. Kind of like she was saying, you're saying this black girl was being left out to dry, but nobody checked the mom. And they use these salacious these headlines yeah. to sort, I mean, mm-hmm. and this is a controversial, but to sort of race bait black people into get, you know, getting mad before they even read the Realizer. article. Yeah. And I, I think and that's. I know people ain't reading it, man. And I, and I think that's irresponsible personally. Yeah. So No, I agree with you. And that, and that unfortunately happens when you have people that are black that try to co-op different parts of the movement and stuff right. like that and, and it's not well found grounded or whatever and you know there's police police brutality is something that needs to be talked about but then you do have some situations where, where the kid is beating the shit out of the cop you know or, or you know w- regardless of race but because it might be a black kid you have situations where sure. people try to co-op the name of the movement and when they need to take a, some responsibility, yeah, it just loses credibility for the rest of right. the rest of it. So, and we switch you to another topic. I wanted to talk about. I know, like, I think it was about two months ago, bro. When, oh, two or three. Well, about two months ago. Well, you got a smirk on your face yeah. immediately when you start. <laughs> what is this about? I was me and Gary. Me and Gary came in one day and we were talking about Mike Vick. You know, when he got signed over to the Steelers, and I remember saying, bro, I called it. I said Ben Roethlisberger is going to get hurt, and Michael Vick is going to have to come in and play for Pittsburgh because. There, it's just it's like karma. They give him yeah, so much flack yeah. about the dog thing, and like I say, I agree with it. And you know, and I mean, I don't agree with the way they're doing it now because he's paid his due and debt to society in reference to going to prison for what he did. So when he won, when he lost last week, I was like, "Fuck, he lost." Then he won this week, and I was happy about him winning because I'm like, "Dude, got to win something back." Like at some point, he has to be forgiven for what he's done. And he made the the big run at the end of the game. Yes, kinda, and set them up. Silly, you know yeah. what I'm saying? So I was talking to some people at work, and we have a it's a lady at work who's like a cat lover, dog lover. She's an animal lover. Period. And, I, I, you know, as I was telling my story, I was like, man, I'm so glad that Vic won the game. And I saw her out, of, uh, out of my peripheral, if I'm saying that correctly. I know my tongue is fucked up sometimes. <laughs> but I was like, I, you know, I saw her watching me. And I was like, you know, I'm glad Vic won the game because I'm like, Pittsburgh, you know, the fans have been dogging him. They act like they didn't want him there. And he's won the game, whatever, whatever, whatever. And she was like, well, you know, he dog fought. That was wrong. I was like, yeah, it was wrong. I said, and no, no, not to defend him, but in the black community, like, especially if you're in the hood I, I was around it dog fighting was one of those things they fought most of the time you fought pit bulls most of the time which is what mike vick was fighting i was like it's kind of similar to the way y'all look at like hunting like me i'm not a hunter yeah, like i don't believe point. in going out into right. whatever and killing a deer or a bear who ain't doing shit yeah, but playing with his up. cubs or playing with his family <laughs> or finding food and you go out there and you fucking shoot him now pits i feel the same way like i say you shouldn't do certain things to dogs but pits are vicious even I've had people who I have homeboys now who raise pits and even with pits, most of the, everybody knows you got to be around them a lot to have that sense to where they're familiar with you. But there even have there have been times where even when being around them, they still turn on their owner, bro, because they just have something in them. It's in their DNA to be a certain way. So when mm-hmm. I said that about like her, you know, like white people hunting, she was like, 
well, it's a little different. I'm of like, course it's different. It's, yeah, it's different. People always want to say things. Did are you different. did you help her understand the the hypocrisy of yeah. not holding Ben Roethlisberger accountable? Yeah, now, that's the real hypocrisy. Right. Yeah, right. Because you mean, care less about women than you do about dogs. What did he do? Dog. What did he? Who was his? Uh, he was accused, accused of raping two women. A, accused. Yeah, accused of, uh, of raping two. Women. Allegedly. On two different two separate cases. Allegedly. Yeah, allegedly. Within the last three years. But didn't there wasn't there some kind of a settlement out of court? Yeah, there's always. Yeah, it's always a settlement, and one of them I don't think did even come up. That, just because you settled probably. does not mean you did it. I said probably. He did yeah. it. I feel like he did it too. He man. did it. But I I wouldn't do that. Because <laughs> let, you, let <laughs> you make a wrong turn <laughs> and somebody say you you did this to me and you know you didn't do it. Yeah. Well. It's, but it, it was, was just three one of, women yeah. said it and uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. It was just one of them things, bro. I I I you know I was just doing a comparison with that. So I was like, okay, let's just look at human nature too. So we fight. You know, you fight dogs. People love dogs. I mean, in human nature, it's like MMA fighting, bro. We People pay to go see this shit. It's true. They beat the shit out of each you other. And lying, that's why bro. I always yeah. talk about sometimes I'll be like, some people value like dogs' lives <laughs> over lying. a human life. But that's life. the same thing about yeah. that when they were talking about that uh, that, li- that lion. Yeah, the l- Cecil. Yeah, Cecil. Yeah. And I think the thing is they, that because one of the arguments that they would make is that they could make, I think, if they even thought their own emotions through is that dogs are more vulnerable than other human beings. Yeah. I would challenge that because, you know, a lot of boxers and a lot of people who find themselves, you know, with the exception of Floyd Mayweather's and people whose whose daddies did it and they came up in yeah. it and they wanted, they aspired to do it. But yeah. a lot of, for a lot of MMA fighters and boxers, they've had a hard run. This is a last option. Like oh, they're yeah. in a real sense, they're a vulnerable population yeah. also. Yeah. Right. Well. And they're doing what they have to do to survive. And, you know, I think if people start thinking about that. <laughs> I'm looking at Christian. He like he trying to gather his thoughts. Yes. Right. Guess who's getting paid? Who? You, MMA you, fighters, well, okay. oh, yeah. boxers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Guess who's Guess who dies at the end of their fights? How many dogs? But no, no, no. Look at right. MMA fighters too, how because how much how much damage is that doing to them? Paid though, when you you I mean you hold up boxers getting paid, and you think of Mayweather, the vast majority of boxers are beating the hell out of themselves and each other, and not getting paid very much. The majority of boxers aren't even landing punches. Fair enough. Now UFC, they are literally beating the living them. mess out of each yeah. other, right? But they're getting paid. They're they're yeah, human they're gonna beings. Be vegetables they can, by the time they're forty. They're making. Per, you could say the same about us football players. I, we I know do, the risk. Right. Ain't nobody making us go out there and play. No, I still maybe go. some I, parents, but I would go well, if I if I could start it all over. I'd do it all over. You play football all over again. Knowing that I could be equating that to yeah, I was still dog playing. fighting. Now I get I'm it. For, equating it. I'm, I'm talking about the vulnerability piece. We 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 don't see the human, human vulnerability, vulnerability yeah. the same way that we look at dog vulnerability or, or things like that. And I think yes, it, dog fighting is not right, and you are making these animals abuse and kill each other. Yeah. Um, but we do the same thing with human, human beings, name, yeah. just in different. And I ways. think it was a. Go- I was looking at it from a gov- uh, like a government standpoint. I don't know a better word to use, but uh, you'll get what I'm saying when I say this. Anytime, like Christian has said before, anytime it goes to where you can make money off of it, or is, if it's going to make us money, they're going to be okay with it. Back in the day, they used to have the the MMA shit was like underground. If you ever saw the movie Lionheart with Van Damme, they did right. a lot and of that they, shit. Like fight parties? Yeah, yeah, and Fight Club, fight club. Slave, yeah. slave fight, slave fighting, and yeah, and stuff. Yeah, exactly, fight yeah. Yeah. fight. So it was like one of those things that was like unethical until you saw that it can make you money. No different than marijuana. How many people are locked up right now for selling weed okay. or having a gram or an ounce on them? 
Now it's legal. Right. I was talking to my brother this week. I was like, why not in California and in, in, in places where it's legal, like Colorado, they need the people, people let out. these motherfuckers go that you locked up for, for a gram or an ounce that that's, they had in their car. Well, Obama, President Obama did that for a lot of people. Yeah, well, he, yeah he want, and wants to do it for more. Cause it's, yeah, it's like you're, you're now making this shit legal to purchase mm-hmm. it in these states. It's a lot of motherfuckers, I'm sure, sitting up and they're like, oh, it's legal? Well, let me out this right. bitch. Yeah. I didn't have a brick. I had a gram. I had right. an ounce. Yeah. I was smoking it or I, I distributed it and it was like a dime sack. Stupid. And now I'm in jail. Yeah. But you're selling this shit. And they just said this year already they made a hundred million fucking dollars, bro. They made so much money in Colorado. They had to start paying the citizens back. That was all yeah. in Colorado. The hundred million dollars. They just had to start paying citizens back. Cause yes. ridiculous, the law says if you make this much in revenue, you got to give the, gotta give the people a tax, uh, you know, give the tax back. They need to be freeing Crazy. these people, man, in California, and they need to be freeing these people in Colorado, That's man. That's why it's, it's going to be legalized nationwide be, simply because of the dollar signs that are attached yeah. to it. Yeah. People are going to look at Colorado, and they're going to be like, man. If they made $100 million, We can take our country back. Yeah. Period. Well, here's, here's the thing that I think we all should probably understand about the whole, and I think most people do understand it. But the whole war on drugs wasn't necessarily from a moral perspective because we have legalized alcohol and we have legalized cigarettes. It was more from a racial perspective after Jim Crow. They had to have another way, you know, to kind of subject uh, or I don't know what word I want. Subjugate. Yeah, subjugate. uh, Yeah, man, I ain't, you know. I'm going to take an accounting class. My diction. (laughs) (laughs) I I got to get back in the English. Uh, But they wanted to subjugate, you know, black men in another way. And that's really what the war on drugs is all about, which, I mean, if you look at it, I don't want to get too political. A lot of the people that we're calling now are allies like uh, Hillary Clinton or even a Joe Biden. Those people were the architects of the tough on crime and tough on drugs. Exactly. So just think about that. That got that that war on drugs rhetoric got real popular uh, amongst conservatives and liberals. Oh, and all black, of them. And black people got the short end of that stick. Well, it was yeah, by design. You know, it was yeah, by design. Yeah, no, you're right. I was listening to uh, BuzzFeed another round, and they they interviewed. They had Hillary, they, right? Yeah, they, Good they for interviewed them. Hillary Clinton, and I liked it because they kept it like straight raw. Raw. Like, they were asking her, they was like, you know, with the three strikes rule and stuff that we were talking about a couple months back, they was like, do you or Bill feel guilty for implementing some of these things that has been used for racial profiling blacks to put so many black men in prison? So, of course, she gave, like, a political answer. And, you know, I think it was heaven. She was like, no, no. Can you, I just want you to understand, can you admit to yourself that you fucked up? She said that. She said that. And she was like, well, I, she was like, this is, she was like, I'll say this. We intended for it to work a different way, but we did not intend for it to be like, no, they a did not intend it. for it to work. A yeah. Different they was way. like, we didn't intend for it to be like a thing that was for black people. You know, we didn't use it with the intent of it being targeted for black men and people, you know, in reference to, of color. But they were calling no, they her. Did. They were calling her on so much shit. Bro. I gotta listen to that. It was amazing when when she read that question back to her, and she was like, "I just want you to." She's like, "Can you be honest enough to say that you and Mr. Clint, President Clinton, fucked up?" When she said that shit, I was like, "I li- I literally called her teaser. I was like, you gotta listen to this shit.'" Yeah. They called her out, bro. I was like, "Hell yeah, bro!" It's so deep. It gets so much deep. Bill Clinton from what state? What state was he? The- Arkansas. Uh-huh. Come on now. It wasn't intended to do what? And them motherfuckers hate black people down there. But he got the yeah, Southern vote yeah. more than any other Democrat yeah. since, you know, the comp- since Nixon. But I think like you said, too, I think you said it a couple months back, Chris, when you was like, you know, as black people, we got to look at more than just a Democrat or Republican. 
Mm-hmm. You got to listen to what these people are saying. You, gotta you got to listen to me. You got so many people who want to vote because Hillary Clinton is a woman and she's Bill Clinton's wife. Right. And they feel like Bill Clinton is the best thing since sliced bread. Right. But they don't really know what he really did because people just see, no, they oh, don't. there were jobs. Oh, there was this. But he he implemented so many structures for like crime and shit that, that cops now use to target minorities. Uh, Bill Clinton did a lot of things. He deregulated uh, the financial industry. Yeah. That led to uh, a couple of different uh, 2007 to 2008. So when you think about uh, it's just it gets so deep and we could spend the rest of the time and probably, you know, a whole year talking about it. But you do have to one, like you said, Anthony, listen to what they're saying, Got but to. really watch what they do. Yeah. Nobody's really checking people on their voting record in Congress. Ain't nobody going to your local Congress president saying, how did they vote and on every vote? And what were the actual laws? that were? Nobody's doing that. Right. You get to hear them on a stump, and they're saying a lot of things, what they didn't actually do. do right. So you, gotta, you really have to watch what people do. Yeah. And not just at the federal level. I think we talk about that, too. It's like you got to do shit at the state level. State level is actually, it affects our lives day to day more. more. Mm-hmm. That, and that's what Hillary Clinton said, and I did agree with her with that because, you know, they were like, uh, you know, they were asking, what are you going to do to change this? And she's like, there are things that we can implement to change, you know, like President Obama going into federal prisons to try to see what they can change that's going wrong. But they were like, he only has so much power at a state level. That's why you have state courts and then you have federal courts. So, you you know, like the U.S. government courts that you go to. But you have to pay attention to the people. All these signs like this time, like you drive around most of these neighborhoods and they got signs for elect this person as mayor, elect this person for the Senate or whatever. You have to pay attention to state regulations and state laws and state rules because like Chris said, it affects you more. We looking at Obama because he's black and thinking that he can do everything and I tell people, presidents only have so much power. How, how many people is it in the cabinet? Like 50, 50 something. I, I, don't, I don't fact check again, but it's like you got to pay attention to, to what's going on on the home front. Mm-hmm. You got to. In your school, go to these meetings in your neighborhood. Go to yes. these meetings at the that, schools. Yes, like, you that's got what to. I was talking about that local level because you know, yeah. with the back on the subject of textbooks, that's how that's how that stuff happens. People literally yes. go to a committee meeting and sit down around a table and decide what needs to be in the textbook and what needs to be taken out. And people think it's maybe it's just you know ne- negligence that slavery is trying to be. They're trying to push that yeah, really. out of our yeah. history. It's not negligence. It's Mm-mm. calculated because the people who are sitting in these meetings, because a lot of us don't want to go or we may not even know about them. Yeah. Uh, these are old white men sitting around this table and saying, hey, you know, let's change the language a little bit on this yeah. so that these whatever they want to call, call us, us can yeah. stop, you know, trying to use that and blah, blah, blah. I mean, yeah. it's, it's very and sophisticated, very calculated, and it's very evil. And, and what you got to realize, it's not just the black story that they're trying to slowly, right? Because no. if you even think about how did we learn about Native Americans yeah. and coming exactly, up, bro. we didn't know that the brutality that they faced. We thought Thanksgiving, they came, they had some dinner. It was cool. We might have learned a little bit about the Trail yeah, of Tears, yeah. but we didn't learn in depth the savagery that they treated right, the you know the Native Americans with. Right. The blankets but, with the diseases. Right, but I mean, slowly, right, slowly, every few years, they go in and they take a little bit out until it's not even there anymore. And that's why I'm so adamant about disrupting, you know, the the modes of communication, di- interrupting in class, like these other kinds of things that we can do using voice to call these things out because if we don't it's gonna continue to happen yeah. and unless you expose it man it, look 
if there was some things that I knew I could get away with without getting caught, I'd do it. I'd do it. Mm. But keep, the the possibility of getting caught keeps me from doing them. And I tell people, I was talking to uh, a good friend of mine again, shout out to Joby. Uh, he was talking about documentaries and how That's important slave it is. slave name, bro. And how it is important. He was listening to last week's show, and he was like, man, I heard the talk. What, what is it? What Joby. Is his name is Joby. Joby. He's a white dude, but his name is Joby. That's one of the most slave names. They try to change it from Kunta to Joby. That's Jerome and Toby. Your <laughs> name is they try Joby. They're to Joby. <laughs> Give me my lemonade, Joby. <laughs> so he was talking about, like, documentaries and the importance of documentaries because he was like, that's where you're going to get a lot of your truth from, you know, because documentaries are shot by people who are trying to get a message out there. Mm-hmm. And, it's, and he was talking about how important it is to know even for white people to know your history. And I was talking to another guy at work, a white guy, and he was like, when I came in, we were talking about, like, um, I was talking about this story in Texas, and I posted it again on therealityis.com, and it was basically saying, know your Texas history. If you want to check on that, excuse me, I was about to belch. But the story I posted and I wrote about, it was about this guy. They found a woman who got murdered in Texas, and they didn't know who did it. And they saw a... um a retarded kid that's the best word i could use right now i know people don't like that but it was a kid who wasn't really mentally you know established in better words and and they basically blamed him you know how it was back in the day you know they don't they don't find nobody they just blame on a black person to get the law served or justice served so basically what they did and this is gruesome about what i'm about to say but they basically hung him with a chain from the highest tree when they hung him i was telling the story to these white white guys at work i was like they pulled him up on the chain and he was grabbing on the chain to keep from, you know, choking. So then they brought him back down and they cut all his fingers off. So then he was slapping at the chain when they pulled him back up. They had a fire beneath him, like cooking him and hanging him. So when they would bring him back down to the fire and he was about to pass out, they would jack him back up. Then they brought him back down, castrated him, took his clothes off, castrated him, pulled him back up. And he basically died. Now the picture was it. The picture it's on YouTube. He died like clasping at the chain, you know, hanging himself but he had no fingers to do it. So when the teacher was showing this in class, because it was in, in my African uh, black family's oh, class, wow. and she was showing it in class, and she's like, this is not to show prejudice or racism, but to know where your history comes from and these things that happen. And the next thing that rolled up, she, didn't even, she wasn't even trying to play it on YouTube, but it popped up the story of Emmett Till. And, you know, we all know the story of Emmett Till and everything like that. And, and, and even, even though I knew about it, to see it again and, and mm-hmm. see that he died as a 14-year-old kid, two grown men took him, killed him, and I didn't even know these things that happened because they had his mother on there, which I didn't know died in 2003. But she was talking and she was like, I looked at him and basically they had took an axe. And she was like, it was like they chopped chopped him in the middle of his head. So his head was kind of like half and half. Then they one of his eyes was gone. And then they was like, they had stuck something through his mouth, cut his tongue out, shot him through the head, a bullet hole through his, 14 years old. And they say because he whistled, you know, but then they the story she told, she was like, he had a lisp. So sometimes, you know, when people have a real bad list, they a whistling noise can come out. And then they say it started in the store when he exchanged money to pay because he was from Chicago. It was, it was racist, but it wasn't as bad as the South. And they say when he gave the money, he touched her hand, like giving her the money. And you're not you weren't supposed to do that, especially in Mississippi back in the day. So she was just talking in reference of how much it hurt her to know that when they went to court, the two white dudes, they got off and you couldn't be tried even back then in 1941 or whatever for double jeopardy. So to know that these dudes lived their life out, never being convicted of a crime that they later came back and told the paper that they did, bro, 
I wrote the article to say, know your history, man. Not to be racist. Exactly. Not to, you know, to go kill white, but know your history and know why people are fighting you, still for these certain rights. You have to. And, and so that's why it's so difficult. Boy. It's so frustrating. It's so frustrating when, when, when people in power try to say, get over it. It's, you know, slavery happened this, you know, this far, long ago. It's not an issue anymore because it is. And, you know, when 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 students are getting suspended for speaking up, when things like that happen, that just goes to show you the stronghold that the attempts, the structural attempts to keep people silent, so that people can keep getting away with stuff like yeah. that. I mean, and that so we're gonna have to get in trouble to be able to raise yeah. awareness. I don't want you monkey mouth motherfucker sitting in my throne again. I'm mad, but I ain't stressing. True friends, one question. Bitch, where you and I was walking? Now I run a game, got the whole world talking. King Kunta, everybody wanna right. cut the legs we, off him. We back. You know what I'm saying? We had our serious hour. Now we are filling up the cups with Tito's made out of Austin, Texas brew. Little bit. Yeah, so we uh we back. You know what I'm saying? We're gonna liven it up a little bit. So we wanna talk, we wanna answer some questions from the listeners. So we're gonna call this little uh session or segment reality check and we're going to answer some questions from the listeners so uh drina from kansas lawrence kansas i'm guessing i know it's from uh kansas she said what does self-intimacy mean to you when i read it i said if i have my 18 year old hat on i'm going to say it's masturbation Mm -hmm. self-intimacy that means i'm being intimate with myself Mm -hmm. intimacy to most men is a sexual thing i said then if i put on my hat of manhood and being an adult i would say getting to know myself understanding the things that i like understand understanding the things that i want out of life or relationship like we talk about all the time you know once we hit 30 we kind of start not caring so much about what people think we you know start dressing the way we want to dress you know doing the things that we want to do becoming more intimate and knowledgeable about ourselves when you think intimacy i'm going to go with gabrielle first what do you think when you think self-intimacy Self-intimacy. Self-intimacy. Wow. Initially, I probably would think masturbation. All right. But, yes. Um, You're not alone. But, but but I feel like, three you know, of course, it's everything. Just me doing this, spending time with myself. Just yeah. whatever it is that I want to do. Going to the movies. Going, going to the right, Going to movies, going out to eat, you know, I mean. By yourself? By myself. Okay. All right. So we kind of feel the same thing. And she said that, that that's kind of what they came up with. She said when she asked, like, I think she said she asked about five other dudes and the guys were like, oh, what they thought about Masturbation. I mean, when you think self-intimacy, it is masturbation. I think uh, I can speak for Chris and, and say that that's what he would think. The next question, let's see. How do, you, how do you feel about taking your mate to a sex party? No. What? If, okay. Okay, what is it? Define a sex party. Thank you. Well, a sex party is basically like, I guess if I walked in, it's a lot of people behind cur- different curtains fucking Okay. And you can join in or you can watch. There will be no dick going in my mate. Right. Oh, my girl, there will be no penetration. No, we're not so would switching. You, would you interact at the party with what people you, you don't know? You like, would interact? you have like have sex with somebody you don't no. know, like a stranger? No. no. Would you yeah, go and no. watch? Yes. Oh, yeah. But I think it's it, it has to be like stipulations to like watch it. I will watch it, but it has to be like a type of body. Like, I don't want to yeah. go in and just see two beefcakes just going at it. Two swole ass linebackers. <laughs> I don't want to see just big like, people. You just, mean like two guys? Or are you talking about just two big people? Just two big people. Two guys, oh, two oh, big oh, people. It could be any. Yeah, it could be anything. Like it would have to be limits to where you have to be at least a seven to get in. <laughs> just saying. 
You know, you know but a seven I, to who? Because everybody think they don't. Nobody think. Oh, I'm a two. Well, nobody. You got twos don't girls think they're two. That's you, what I'm bro. saying. Right. Looking at them like, God damn. But that's what I'm saying. I'm not right. saying. That's right. what I'm saying. I'm not saying just small girls. But you know, I just wanted to be. I just like, don't want anybody sloppy. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like you can have a little extra weight. Hell, I don't give a fuck if you don't have a baby. You got a stretch marks. It's all about the sex appeal and what you yeah. bring. You know what I'm saying? I think a lot of times that comes with confidence too. Exactly. I don't want to go in and it's like, ugh. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, what the fuck? What? Yeah. And and is and the sanitation skill the uh, uh, permit needs to be up on point. Hey, that's <laughs> the thing about any... sex parties. Yeah. And shit. Like, how many Somebody parties have y'all had in a row with that Lysol? Lysol and, and cleaning this motherfucker up. Yeah. Man, you got to be clean. Got to be clean, that man. Just... No but residue. Then, I just feel like it's gonna be funky in there. That's what I'm saying. That's sex for you, right? Uh, just funky I booties all in the I need to get there at the Good beginning. Good and intoxicated. Before we get, that's how yeah. niggas used to High train. Like, I'll yes. really train if I'm starting. Let, let me start right. that bitch. <laughs> I don't want second and I don't want to end that motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> I need to get in that thing first. I'm telling you, man. So we all, so we would go. I would go. Yes. But yes. we wouldn't let nobody no. have our mate. No. And it's a possibility that we wouldn't interact because it's like no first sex on the first day with somebody I don't fucking know. Yeah, because even oh, if you, you oh, well, when you say interact, are you saying sex. like if like I were you no, fucking. But you're saying if I were to go by myself. If you were go, like were you gonna interact? Person. Would you let somebody do something? So if I was a single person, would I interact? Yeah. It, no. And if I was with someone, would I let someone interact with us? Yeah. No. Okay. Yeah. Okay, yeah. if I went no if, touchy, if, touchy. if no. I went, no, you can't touch the person I'm with. If I went by myself, yes, you can give me a blowjob. See, that's the thing. I'm telling you, like, look, bro. I don't want to fuck, bro. Don't give in to temptation, bro, because you're going to walk out that hoe with the burnt dick and be like, even if they but had that's where the qualification. No, she could have yeah, sucked yeah. four dicks before she got to you, and now Jesus it's by yours. I have to be Dr. Umar. I'm sorry y'all don't want to hear <laughs> shit, but those are the but facts. But no, for real, yeah, people you know don't people don't um to take yeah. this stuff in consideration. Like, when people yeah. be asking for threesomes, it's like, so do you go through the whole thing, like getting right. this other person tested, tested first? And or are you trying to do something on the, you know, on, on the, the fly? What no. you trying to do? Mm-mm. If we all clean, let's have a good ass motherfucking time right. here today. And do work. Okay. All right. So the next question was, why do men like to fuck with our condoms? Well, it ain't just men. It's fucking plastic. It shit it feels like you're fucking in oh, a goddamn coat or something. Yeah, it do take forever. I mean, for me, it's like I could barely feel anything when I wear a condom, man. Like I literally can't feel. Well, nothing. I ain't no man, so I can't answer Once why you man have don't. Sex without it, women. I've had women tell me. Oh, I don't, oh, I don't like yeah, it, but I was like waiting that. on that question to be posed. Yeah, for, you know. I mean, you can say yeah. <laughs> okay. Because most, most women are like know. it feels different. They be like, I it don't, does yeah, feel different. Like I don't like that, and I'm like, you know, I just can't. I can't. Yeah. So I mean, you know, and I, you know, if you heard people be like, "Well, I fuck with it on," and when I'm getting ready to come, I take it off. That's uh uh-uh, uh. And I, I think every dude has had that thing where you be like, "All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna do it without one." And you into the mood, and you just doing it. And it's like, oh man, it's good. And then as soon as it's over, you like, fuck, I can't catch nothing from. I didn't get. I ain't got nothing to do it. And you try to wait, or you know, she didn't get pregnant. Did she? Did no pre? And you got to wait like two a month and a, you know thirty one days, days you gotta and be like, wait to the call. Yeah, you got to wait. For what? The Shit, you don't, yeah, because yeah. oh. that pre cum can get a you know pre people just think it's oh I busted nothing no if that pre cum if them Can't, boys are strong oh my bad my baby is that's not a pre cum baby <laughs> my baby <is> <laughs> <laughs> woo that the little wet for people who don't know what pre cum is first of all if you over the age of thirty or twenty five and you don't know it's a shame but it's that little wet piece that's sitting on the top look like a little rain puddle yep yeah and I was like yeah, this you. can't happen I saw it but shit. I know. I see that. My boy swim. I done got people pregnant on on a, with an IUD. No. I smoke a lot of weed. I don't even worry about. Are you for real? I ain't got my fuck pregnant on IUD. I'm no, that's sad because that's what that's what I know. Them boys be swimming. Girl, Michael Phelps in the mouth. Look, y'all got me nervous. Michael Phelps. Yeah. 
Michael Feppin in that it's thing. It's better to be protected. No. Yeah, it's no. better. Because it's not just the STDs, it's the KIDs, it's, I think, yeah. more than anything. That's, yeah. And people don't, right, because, yeah. shoot, an STD is such a long time, but a KID is forever. Yeah. And yeah. you might be tied to that other stupid motherfucker that you don't like. But you know what? I, you know what? I will say this. I tried, yeah. you know, to practice not having sex with somebody I wouldn't mind having a kid about. Yeah. Because you never know. It, it, it could happen. Yeah. So you don't. I don't want to just be like yeah. having sex with somebody, and then it's like, I would never have a kid with you. Then I'm not having sex with but you. But that's why. I yeah. stick to my number though. Like I have that. I'm just saying, if you get if 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 you get pregnant and we had sex three times, uh-huh. God intended that. That's how I feel. What kind of? I'm saying because that's all I give to anybody. Like, look, yeah. look. If we had sex and you could count to three, I'm sorry, but I was never really serious with you in the, from the start. Like, and I knew that. Oh, so I if said, you make it past, so if you make it to four, you're in. I, I, I committed. Right, but I if you already, three, I mean, you everybody else, you with everybody. Everybody had, get three. We had sex three times. That was the gist of it. One is always okay. The so it, like, are you saying three time, three separate times, separate times, yes. or it's like three times in a night? No, no three separate times on different occasions. Different occasions. Like if I fuck Monday, Monday, fuck Wednesday, Friday, two weeks ago, and that's three times. Three times in a week. Then that but was if I do times. it, if we, I'm over there at your house all day, and we do it, you know, no. ten o'clock in the morning, we do it again, like. That's one o'clock, day. and we do it again like at six. No, that's one day. That that's was one, one occasion day. we yeah. got together. And it got to be like one 20, yeah. three occasions. It's one what? And we popped that bottle. Oh, yeah. Day, so <laughs> that was all in that day. Yeah. That was one time. <laughs> but once we get to that third day, yeah. third whatever day, day okay. that is, whatever occasion three that we Okay, occasions. so what if it's, you know me, what if it's yeah, you very 10 p.m., <laughs> 2 a.m., that's two, that's two yeah. days. And then right? start over again at 1 a.m. the next day. That's three days, right? Look, it's still all right. If you're not, if I'm Look, not I'm serious, counting I'm like, you know, I'm, Look, <laughs> I'm trying if, to help y'all. If we not serious, <laughs> I counted every day separate. I swear to God. Like, I don't care if it was 10, if, if we was over. If you so what are you night, counting? Are you saying like, okay, after this I'm time, I'm done like with 24, her? Yeah, I'm done. Like, 24. Like, no, so I'm why not, why even I'm go to three? I'm not sex to you no more because we're having fun and sex. I'm a grown ass man. I got to get it in. So it's not necessarily the sex is bad. You just don't like this person, them as a person. Long term. We're not together. And right. I don't want to get you fucked up because I right, fucked right. you for six months and I knew that we weren't we going to be together. I got you. Three yeah. times you should be adult enough to handle that shit. And, and yeah. understand. We had yeah. sex. I still like you. And yeah. I still might text you. Right, 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 right. But it's right. not going to work out long we time. And that's cool. Okay, so look, do you ever double back? So you do it the three times, then you're like, I'm done with that. Then, like, But y'all still kicking it. Then like three months down the road, does the count start over? That's a good-ass question. <laughs> I have not done that. Because after that third time, I tend to just like... I think they know that, and I think when women once they decide, once they realize that hey, he's not serious about me, yeah, then they tend to like nigga, you ain't never getting it again. Yeah, Fuck yeah, you little nigga. You right. Know, so. Would you watch like I had I had a situation where I mean we talked about it last week like, you know I had the girl on my phone that was named Superhead and she gave great head. Have you ever had something so good and you told somebody about it and your homeboy your homegirl was like I would watch. So the question I'm posing is, would you watch one of your people fuck somebody? What? Wait, wait, not what? A, I missed it. Not a relative. No. <laughs> what about a homeboy? My partner, it depends on the bitch that he fuck. And I had you know, a homeboy. I, I don't mean call y'all yeah. bitches. It depends on the woman. The woman, yeah. Bitches. And I get what you're saying. But like, I had a homeboy that was like, man, she that good. Can I watch? Can I be in a closet and watch? I was like, bruh. If you, wait, if, your home, your friend? My homeboy was like, I want to watch this motherfucker get out. And I was like, for me, I was like, nah, can't do it. But it is good enough where you want to watch that thing. Nah, bro. I'm on. I've never been a part of that kind of stuff. Like when you even talking trains, I was never even. I, I never was about a train. I never I was ran never, a train. Never ever ever with nah. that shit. It was like, look, if she like y'all after she done with me, 
I don't know what I'm, I'm saying. I'm not going to come here something and say, about me? Baby, no. Yeah, that's that's really? yeah. I was always yeah. the type to get low by myself and <laughs> yeah. get it in all night yeah. if we can. Type yeah. shit. I would never be going to say, bro. She would. What is that about? Running like, why, trains? Yeah, why do you? Why is that? Why is that even appealing? Like, was, why do you it was, want? It was big in high school. Straight savages, niggas that can't get none to me. They be feeling like we need this one chick. I, I never know. ran no train. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, like you said, why not just do it by yourself? Why do we? Why do we got to do it as a group? I mean, because I think it's just one of them things. Something different, I guess, man. You know what I think? When you find one girl and y'all all know she going, and it's three, four of us, seven, eight of us, and y'all know that she not gonna say no. Be like, why not? We all want to bust a nut. This is a free prostitute to us. And I but why not just because my thing is if she gonna do it in a group, why not be like, hey, when you finish with them, holler at me later by myself. I mean, because why does have to be in the group? Because like, we men and we straight fucking savages. I'm just saying, like, I don't. She probably I, ain't gonna be trying to come by after she done been ran down. Why not? Look, I she have. I, I'm not I feel. Like, I feel like with a, a girl who's thinking like she's allowing you to run a train on her. Right. If you're asking her to come over by herself, she's thinking, oh, he like me. I still want. That's the problem. Would, yeah. No, bitch, I don't like you. Yeah. Get it straight. You were the jump off. You've jumped off the bridge, and now you're dead to me. <laughs> saying it's that. No, nah, I don't. I don't. I never been a. I never been a fan of that running train thing. I mean. Yeah. I always thought that was too dirty. People did, yeah. yeah it's it's, 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 it's not disgusting, man. It's not sanitary. Condom or no condom. Hey, look, I, I, I just I never been a part of it. I have to tell y'all this story about this one train story, bro, because I didn't participate, but I almost did. All right, I had got out of jail, and my kinfo them picked me up, and then they was like, bro, I come out of jail, I'm hurting. I don't know what the fuck is wrong with me, but I'm sick. I've been all this in jail about five days. I was wondering when you yeah. said you hurting. I was like, your ass or look just your pride? <laughs> look at that. Like, that. Yeah, nah, they get fucked. Them now. <laughs> but no, I get out of the Acton jail, and I get home, and my kinfo them got two chicks there. They're like, it's about to go down. And I'm sitting there, and I'm like, okay, the room lights is off. It's like five of us and two girls. And long story short, my partner, he can't get right, and he uh, he jacking himself off, and he just sit down in the chair and just look. And then my other partner, like, nigga, what the fuck are you looking at? <laughs> like, he almost beat the nigga up. They naked. I was like, this is why I don't do trains. <laughs> That's what I said. My nigga got mad because he getting the, And then he looking at it, it's like, bro, what the fuck are you doing? It's two women right here, nigga. It's four holes between all of us, and you sitting there Tripping. just rubbing your dick, looking at me, and like, I'm about to punch you, bro. And he That's got that Mr. Market shit. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, bro. That's crazy. And I was like, see, a fight, that's all of a fight. Y'all niggas is supposed to fight in her and y'all ain't got no underwear on. I don't want to be nowhere. <laughs> I don't want to be nowhere near that scenario, bro. I promise. Boy, your shows from UTA to here is totally different. Next question we wanted to talk about, we talked about it within, uh, you know, amongst ourselves early this week is body count. Do the number of partners you've been with, does it matter? Do you want to know the partner? Not How many all. people, your pe- you know, the person you dating been with? Do I want to? I don't want to know. Why? Why is that relevant? It's not relevant until to me. what we said last time. Until you turn twenty-two, yeah, until you about twenty-five, it matters, I guess. Because like we said, it, it's a reason. If those numbers are high, I want to know why those numbers are so high at this age or whatever, right? Maybe you're just good at it. But then once we get to about thirty, it only that's matters. a guy thing because I feel like most yeah. most guys' number is going to yeah. be high. It's probably I don't even feel like necessarily that a guy is going to tell me be able to tell me the number. A lot of guys is going to be like it's a lot. It's a this lot. is what I'm going to tell you about it's the dude. To me, if it's a girl. You should probably multiply it times three. If it's a guy, you should probably divide it by three. <laughs> no oh, saying? I feel J. like Cole. niggas lie like a motherfucker. Oh, right? yeah, okay. Lie, yeah, it's a lot of dudes that lie on their dick. That's one thing I learned too. Like, for, especially in high school, you yeah. hear about it all the time. But for me, like personally, I wouldn't care about how many people a female has been with. I mean, for me, I prefer a girl who has a little bit of experience. I don't want a virgin for obvious reasons. I mean, you don't. I, I'm at this age. I'm not trying to teach. I'm not trying to coach. 
I ain't trying to do none of that. I'm grown as fuck now. I'm not trying to do none. I need to be able to walk in or have an interaction and somebody can get me where I'm trying to go without directing detours and traffic and all of that stuff. So that's me. I don't want a virgin. I mean, back in the day, like when I was like 20, I was like, man, I don't want a girl who's been with over like five people. But then, like he said, when you get over 25, you get a little older. It doesn't matter. As long as you clean, as long as that shit ain't wore out, and you have some kind of respect, self-respect, and you carry yourself a certain way, it's cool. And then for me. So think, are you wanting to know the number? No, I don't care. Just, no, no, no. You don't want to know. I don't I mean, care. you don't. You want to know the number, but you don't care. No, I don't. I don't even want to know the number. I just—it's just like yeah, I, I would prefer. You somebody don't want to know it. Yeah, yeah I would I just know. prefer somebody who has experience. And and and, it, and just because you have experience, don't mean you're the greatest person in the bedroom. I mean, you could have, yeah. uh, you know, very little experience, but a lot of experience with that one person. Which I feel like a lot of times with experience it does make you the greatest person, but it no. makes you open to try different things. Of course. I feel like when you don't have as much as experience, as much experience, you're not necessarily as open. But when it comes to body count, though, you know women what? get judged a lot harsher, though. Yeah, they do. But what she just said was so true. Like, that big thing right there is, like, when you get that experience and you finally right. know what's going on. Type You're like, thing. I tried. You yeah, know, it's and cool. Because they understand it is just trying. Right. But when you got somebody that's like, no, I've never really, I've sucked one dick for, the, like, the last eight years. <laughs> his body. Right, put his shoulders <laughs> up. Yeah. Yeah, his body. Because I've seen you, like, frigid as fuck. You're like, you was the finest thing i ever seen fucking walking. Yeah, you you, won't just, even, you, you, like you just shriveled up into a little snail somewhere. Yeah, like, get my goddamn salt. I ain't fucking with you no more. Be trying to man. Say get my salt. <laughs> but now nah, for me, I mean, like I say, for the most part, it it doesn't matter to me. You know what I'm saying? So the other thing we want to talk about too was like phone check. Like you know, you sent me, you, oh, you yeah. told me about the, the little, video the dog, yeah. where it's like the dog, you know, jumping into the chair and falling back. Like you <laughs> know what I'm saying? Funny. Like you know how how females react when they're checking their man's phone and the guy walks in the room. I don't agree with people checking people's phones. I think you know, I think me and Christian talked about it last week. You 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 check your phone, you find what you're looking for, or even if it's something that that doesn't mean anything, you can look at it. And make, and make something it something else. else. You know what I'm saying? So I've had the situation before where, you know, girls go through my phone. Like, I'm the type of person, I don't have, I won't put a lock on my phone. For what? I, like I said in the thing, I'm almost like baiting you to check that motherfucker mm-hmm. because you're done. You're done. Mm-hmm. When when I can't trust you and you're all in my shit, you're going through my stuff, I can't trust you. I've never looked you through. you don't trust me. Yeah. I've never looked through anybody's shit. Why? What's the purpose? What's done in the dark I'm not, soon comes I'm to not, the light, I'm right? not paying no phone bills. I'm, I didn't buy your phone. So there's no need for me to go through any of your shit. And then it's some sort of insecurity to me when you're doing it. Yeah, I agree. I'm not an insecure person. So for me, I want to be with somebody who has that same kind of mindset mm-hmm. as me. It's just like I'm not I'm not jealous. Like I, last week we went out and this guy was talking to Artesia. Mm-hmm. Guy was smooth to me. You know, he had a nice hat on. He was in shape. He had a, I, I went and got us some drinks. When I finished getting a drink, I handed it to her. I walked off. Most people are like nigga that nigga talk, but dude, I feel like I, I but, but, but uh, right, and I, I, I don't feel like you should. Yeah, I was like, yeah. give me the opportunity to put it to check him. I don't need you. I'm an adult. Yeah. I yeah. you know I can handle myself. Exactly. If he starts getting disrespectful, then that's totally different. Yeah, you know, because number one, I you know I'll turn up. So For me, it's just I feel like a lot of times you might have shoulders and shit either though. Like I know you're over talking and yeah. shit, but don't reach out and touch some shit because you think it's okay, right? right. Well, <laughs> I mean, for me, it's like right, all right. Yeah. But for me, I'm still letting them handle it because, like I said, I think it comes back to insecurity. Like, mm-hmm. and maybe I am a little cocky, but I just feel like I'm the type of dude like I don't make, I don't make. It's probably a lot of people out there making a lot more money than me. But the way I carry myself, I'm like, you can't do what I do sexually. You can't do what I do on a daily basis. I ain't tripping. 
But I, it ain't even necessarily bad. Thing. No, it's, it's not. But what I'm saying know, is, yeah. I have. I'm so confident in what I bring to the table. Right. If you leave, it's going to be because you, because you want to leave, not because I'm not doing what I need to do to take right. care of what's at home. Right. That's on you. Hey, yeah. Hey, so I, yeah. So yeah. I'm, so I'm right, not. So like, I'm not even right. going to be like, let me run over there. This dude dressed clean. This dude, he got nah, yeah. nah, man. Right. If you if, if you taking care of business, you don't have nothing to worry about. Tripping about a shit. If your little whack ass conversation get my girl away from me, right? I wouldn't do it. But I feel like yeah, I already lost it. Oh yeah, I'm already I'm already gone. Not tripping. I'm already gone. If, if you're allowing space to for, for someone else to, to take me, I've been gone. when you need my love, and I know when that hotline bling, that can only mean one thing. I know when that hotline bling, that can only mean one thing. Ever since I left the city, you. I just want to fucking win the last 15 fucking minutes. Oh, yeah, it's just, it's just 15 minutes. Just 15 minutes. Ain't no need diving into no deep shit. Is it deep stuff or was it? Yeah, I mean, it was like random true shit. I did want to talk about this dude, like, motherfucking plain old 59-year-old white dude robbed a Metro PCS. Get out of here. He robbed it. He covered his face, but they caught him. You want to know how they caught him? Yeah. They caught him by two things. They caught him by his voice, and when they, when they, ran, when they invaded his house, he had memory. He had SIM cards. Why the fuck did he rob him and get SIM cards? I don't know. But he they, just stole SIM cards. And, he oh, was, and they recognized <laughs> and they recognized him by his voice because he was a frequent. He was a customer. He was a frequent a, customer. So he just robbed a store that he always goes so to. So can you imagine though somebody come in and be like, "Hey, y'all got robbed," and they be like, "Oh, it sounds like Mr. Charlie." <laughs> right. They was like, "What's Mr. Charlie address? We gonna go Let check me put on his phone number." Right Went to his house. Motherfucker had proof because he had a gang load of sim, a gang load of SIM cards. No money. SIM cards is how they tied this nigga back to it. That's so ridiculous. I don't know. That's ridiculousness. So, I mean, you know, I, I felt like. Speaking of ridiculousness, did you see, uh, remember Craig from back at home? Craig. Craig Jenkins. He was older I, than oh, us. Oh, yeah. He Texas Candace Niggerologist. Yes, 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 yes. Uh, there's a black name. Yes. Craig, Craig Jenkins. Jenkins. That's his real name. You that know you're black. <laughs> you're right. He's funny as shit, though. But did bro. you see he was on ridiculousness? Like, they, went, they picked one of his clips to his be videos? on the show. Yeah. That's the one where up. he was supposed to be smoking, but he had like took the ash off his feet. Oh yeah, he took the ash off his feet. Too. He had literally crushed. It was crack. <laughs> yeah, he was. The- he literally <laughs> like did the like skinned his feet, and he had he's like, oh, I'm gonna hit you up with this good like this crack. A1 crack, and he was like cutting it and shit, and then like the camera I zoomed ain't never out. Never seen crack done. And they zoomed out his feet, and they did it, and like it was him like shaving, shaving, shaving his the, dead, the, dead skin, the off, dead his skin off his feet with a crack pipe. No, no, with a fucking, like, like the a nail file. Oh, I saw that. Yeah, I told y'all I don't wear shoes. I told y'all <laughs> that motherfuckers walk barefoot to about 30. Oh, yeah. I, when I saw that, I said, wow. We ain't got man. indoor, y'all probably drink well water down I'm trying there, to don't think, you? I wish I could pull up, I'm going to pull up a video. I'm going to actually post a video on the website. Yeah. If y'all want to see some funny shit, I'm going to post a couple of his videos on there. He's uh, like I think it's Craig Jen- Craig Jenkins, your chief niggerologist. Yeah. Craig, and he'll Craig do Jank. and he'll do the weather and like he's talking just if you close your eyes, he sound like a white dude. And yeah. then you'll open your eyes and you're like, This motherfucker, tell you, man, Texana, man. I mean, it's a lot of weird talents. It's a, but it's a lot of talent. It's just a lot, it's of, just talent a lot of talent. There. Period. It's just like yeah. a black hole, though. People just don't want to leave. Know about it. People just don't want to leave. There's so much fucking talent. Like I mean, salute out, salute, salute goes out uh, to Miracle Hendrix of uh, Miracle's Closet. Oh, yeah. Like dude doing his own thing with the uh, fashion, making his t-shirts, got the hoodies, the jeans, everything. Uh, he got a book out too. What was the name of the book he wrote? 
He did a book because you know he got know, locked, he got locked up oh, and then uh, he came out. Oh, take a loss book. to win. Yeah, and then it was like a local okay. media person where they <laughs> interviewed him. Yeah, it was take a loss to win. Mm-hmm. So him, shit, you got Nathan Vasher who left Texas High, went to UT, played for the Bears, played for Detroit. Eric Warfield uh, left. Brandon went, Jones. Brandon Jones went from Oklahoma. Then he played for Baltimore. Played for uh, what's, Tennessee. What's, what's the white kid now that's playing now? He's uh, playing Jeremy now. Mallet. Yeah. Yeah, he came from Texacana. Played uh, at uh, uh, Marquesian Hub. Arkansas. Yeah, he did. He's playing for the Titans right now. Marquesian. Uh, yeah. That Titans. Yeah, that's him. And uh, also, what's the dude? Uh, Ryan Smith, the one who played for the Broncos. He came from oh, Texacana. Yeah. So I mean, it's a lot of talent, man, that comes out of there. Uh, 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 West Lund Buster. He does. Oh, he, he does. Has, he, he's he got like his own makeup, makeup and line. Stuff, he yeah. does makeup for but Beyonce, his name is, Rihanna. Uh, J- I think J- it's Jamal. Jamal Buster. Buster yeah, yeah, Jamal Buster. We used to call him West Lund. But I mean, it's. A, I mean, Texas kind of has so much fucking talent, and then they have talent, and then they have people who could have been major, but they fucked up, got yeah. caught up in the life, Decision. whatever the case may be. You know, a lot of people. You know, I even crack jokes on Texas County. It is a black hole. It is a place where people yeah. don't come out of. It go. is a country ass place. But it's one of those things to where if they had but I think it goes back to education. You know what I'm saying? Like if we were educated more about certain things. So I tell people all the time before I moved here and before I like did my recruitment trips and stuff like in Atlanta and Kentucky and You shit, didn't like, realize that Jim Crow had been ended. Oh gosh. I <laughs> did not know You were like, Oh my god, I could I could right. drink out of the same water fountain as white people. I mean, kind you of, until, I mean, until when you leave and know, you go yeah, back and he's like, oh, no, my gosh, it was know, horrible I didn't here. know, no, we didn't know, we, I mean, engineer, like, when they talk about jobs in Texas County, you think about shit like. good jobs? No, not, when you think about jobs, here, like, when you oh, think career, yeah. it's, it's the basic stuff, a fireman, a police officer, a nurse, yeah. uh, a lawyer. Service, yeah, yeah service, public service. service. But you never hear anything about, like, engineering, like, airplane pilot and, or, or, like, media, or, you don't hear about any of that shit. None of it. You're yeah. blind to it. Yeah, and that that's unfortunate. I think that's true in a lot of environments, both like rural, like yeah. country areas and inner city areas yeah. where it's just like I didn't, you know, I wasn't exposed to that much. Maybe maybe more than most, but not because of my parents, right? I'm first generation college yeah. and stuff. Uh, but yeah, you don't get to see an engineer because your neighbors aren't engineers. Yeah. No, you, you don't. don't go to church with engineers. And you and, don't hear about it. And it's not on. They're not putting engineers on TV. Yeah. The best thing we got is Rennie Rainbow, and I never trusted old uh, what's his name. Uh, I used to be cool with fucking uh, what's the nigga you wore the gray suit and the red bow tie, Pee Wee Herman. You like Pee Wee? I did like that. Pee-wee. Was a sketchy son bitch, man. <laughs> You know what he went to jail for, right? Yeah, I know what he went. Old Sandusky. Man. Yeah. Well, he, no, he public masturbation. Yeah, yeah. and he, they said they, it was rumors about him fucking with kids and shit. Why? Why do people do that? What mess with kids? Yeah, yeah I, I don't, don't get it. When I be driving and I see like when I'm working and stuff, I, like I always go through a lot of school zones and I watch people in cars, like watch mm-hmm. girls and the kids, and you see so many guys like. They driving super slow, or you see cars posted up, which Come is why, on, which man. is why a lot of police officers are like the the it's it's the they beef up the policing around that because you got I mean and then you do have like you know you got the young girls wearing like everybody wears uniforms but everybody want to be stylish and cool and hip so you know you got the guys wearing like the jegging type you know khakis and then you got the girls wearing the jegging type pants where yeah. it's like super tight everybody know these girls are built like 20 year olds at 13 and shit but i'd be watching and you see the guys like literally slow down or watching them like nah i get right through the fucking school zone i, I heard right. speaking yeah, on this topic i kind of read a story that just messed with my whole psyche t- this week and it's kind of in the line of bill cosby in the sense that he is a leader in the black community 
but he's been accused of some really bad things, and it seems like people have been like uh, hiding it. And, and it's Kevin Johnson, man, the mayor of Sacramento. Now I don't want to say this definitively. He's been accused, but you know where there's smoke, there's fire. He's been accused by multiple young women of sexual harassment, uh, molestation. Yeah, and this is like Kevin Johnson's one of my personal heroes, just yeah. because he's done so well athletically, but also like in his professional career. But like, there's stories that he started a uh, uh, like a like a school for you know like a like what do you call those things uh, magnet school or whatever. Yeah. And, like, he was molesting the girls, like, going up behind them, grabbing their breast, like, touching on their booty, like, dry humping. I mean, it's just. They had something like that about a guy who I forgot. I just don't get it. it, I don't know the name. It's probably good I don't to put him out there until they get all this stuff figured out. But it was a guy who was kind of helping mentor kids. And he had started getting close with a lot of the kids. And he was telling them to send pictures of, like, body parts and shit. I was listening to uh, KRLD 1080s. And I was listening, and that, that's the thing. It's, I just feel like it's crazy when you have to be so careful about where you send your kids, yeah. especially the boys. I'm telling like, you. Like, because these men, you can't just put them anywhere with anybody. Like, Boy Scout, my son, if I ever have a son, he will never fucking be in Boy but Scout. But you know what? Never. I don't, I, my mom, my brother was in the boys, in Boy Scouts, but my mom went to everything. It was yeah. never been a drop, yeah. it was never a, a drop off type of situation. And leave him. Oh, yeah. no, ever, never. Yeah. Like, my mom went to every, every scout meeting, if they had to go like camping, wherever they did. My mom went as much as she hated it. She she went with me to Girl Scouts. Like, she was at all that stuff, which she hated all of it. You have a great mother to support their kids like that and be involved. Oh, she hated it. Like, but she did. Hated it. it. Right. <laughs> and here goes. But she did it. And I'm, I'm going to jump in and do this. I did this shit last week with the. Are we uh, doing Lee Dell's? Uh, <laughs> Lee Dunn. Lee Dunn. So, again, in salute of Disability Awareness Month, I make this announcement. 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 Hold on, hold on. Control out the delete. Start over. Yeah, well, okay. you know what? I ain't even trying to be perfect. I'm reading it off my Control phone. Control Z. Yeah. Right. <laughs> In salute of Disability Awareness Month, I make this announcement. If you or a loved one is experiencing blindness or other vision loss, I know of a great social support group by the name of All Eyes. They meet every Saturday, every first Saturday from 10 a.m. to 12 noon at 12015 Shallow Road, Suite 120 in Dallas, Texas. Yes, it is on the DART bus route and parabus route this is an active group of individuals living confidently with vision loss or blind if you want to learn more please contact the leader big c at 972-288-2025 or the co-lead lead on at 972-681-4851 that non- that why name. do you have to say lead on like that i got you that. sound like what was that man's name on the radio back Lita. yeah <laughs> when he was on advertising this for the is case. chris summers krld 1080 a.m <laughs> Do you I'm ever listen to 1080? No. <laughs> listen to Chris Summers. Is, is that, that like sound, one of those late night? No, it's like, the traffic. It's the traffic. You know they do the traffic like yeah. every eight That nigga sound like a creeper. Oh, you're now listening to Chris Summers at KRLD 1080 AM. Traffic and weather. Is it? Is it like Is it like a soothing? No. Or is it like. It's just like I'm saying. <laughs> this is Chris Summers, KRLD. And I'll be like. It's kind of like. Uh, why are they I know this nigga don't talk like this. So why are they allowing this nigga to talk like he got a kid? Liam Neeson. Yeah, no. It's oh, cre- yeah. Yeah, you just like, like I don't he, know. Yeah, or, or, Chris, or Chris, no. Chris. what's the guy's name from CSI Miami? He always takes his shades off yeah, with the red hair. You don't watch CSI Miami? I don't know. No, we'll find you. Uh, no. Yes, that's what he that's said. Like, like. He real just like real laid back. We'll find you. Yeah. It's like the and dude. I'll kill you. The dude off. Um, what is it? CSI Miami. Yeah. You know, like if Gabrielle stole something from you, he'll be, she, he'll be like, he'll take his glasses yes. off, and it's like, Miss Johnson, 
I guarantee you this: you won't get away from stealing Christian stuff. Right. We'll find you. And then the, the beat, the thing comes. Yeah! <laughs> it is like the beat just going. I was sometimes I wish I was a police officer so I could sit people down and have that voice. You know what? You know what? And I interrogate wish, motherfuckers. Yeah. I, wish I, I got had pulled theme over. Music. I wish I had theme music. I like, got pulled you know. over. I got to give a shout out to the Soto Police. I got pulled over. Do you the know other why day. I pulled you over today? He, he pulled me over, man, but he was cool, man. It was. It was. He was like Asian and black. He was black pretty much. So he pulled me over. First of all, I saw him because I was going 60 and a 40. And he was checking somebody else's. Should have got a ticket. Yeah, yeah I really should have. He was checking some. He was he somebody else was behind me going just as fast. So I saw him and I was like, okay, I'm on the phone. And I was like, okay, he's slowing down. He's pulling up. I know I got a minute left. He's pulling up and he, he came onto the service road. I was like, okay, I'm about to pill out on this motherfucker and get on, on interstate. I said, no. So he comes up behind me, he gets me, I pull over, whatever. Like, bloop, yeah. Bloop, bloop. So he was like, you know why I'm pulling you over today? And I was like, yeah. He was like, you know how fast you were going? I was like, yeah, I was going like 55 or 60. He's like, yeah, it's 60. So he ran my plate. I'm nervous because I have, my name is Anthony Ray Roberts. It is a drug dealer, a dope dealer oh, in yeah. Dallas. And I've had this situation a million times. I've been locked up for it. I've been unapproved for apartments for it because of a drug dealer's name. So I'm thinking when he runs my plates, I'm going to jail. Hey Ray, we know who you are. We know who you are. He came back. He was like, "So, uh, where are you going?" I was like, "I'm going to work." He's like, "Where do you live?" I was like, "I live in Lancaster." And he was like, "All right." Um, he was like, "So, what does RMG 15 mean?" Because you know my license plate. He's like, "If I'm being honest, that's why I stopped you." He was like, "It was two people. I could have got both of you guys because both of you were speeding." He's like, "But I chose you because I don't know what the license plates mean." And I was like, "Well, a license plate means Roberts Media Group." You know, he's like, well, "What is that?" Oh, yeah, personal plate. Yeah, I was oh, like, okay. "So I, you know, I was like, I have a business, whatever, whatever, whatever." He's like, "Okay." So he ran that, checked or whatever, and he's like, "Well, hey, since you were honest, since you have on your work uniform, you're you're you look like an upstanding citizen. You're working, you're running a business, you were honest about the ticket." He's like, "I'm gonna let you off with a warning today." I said, "Brother, you be blessed. You have a good one." And man, be careful out here in these oh, streets. Lord. If it was me, I would have been like, "You got dreads. I don't trust you. I'm taking you in." All right, guys, we do appreciate you guys for listening today. Again, you listen to The Reality Is Where Future Becomes Extinct. Always remember to inhale, curse, exhale, success. We'll talk to you guys next week. Upon my arrival, the dope dealers cheer them. Just like a revival, the verse to the serum. Through a life in the fast lane, I German engineer them. No serum can cure all the pain I've endured. From crack to rap to back to selling the pure. Is for every record, I'm potentially selling Our team includes Artesia Swindle, Christian Evans, Gary Green, Brian Fuller, Jessica Henderson, and Gabrielle Johnson. I'm on Twitter at Sir Robert Poe. That's S-I-R-R-O-B-E-R-T-P-O-E. The show is at The Reality Is. That's T-H-A, The Reality Is. And if you like The Reality Is, subscribe to us on iTunes and leave us a rating or review. And you can also email us for any show topics or any messages that you want to leave, voice recordings or anything at info at therealityis.com. Today on News 4 at 4, we're working for you. An inside look at the local COVID vaccine trial for kids. What children reported days after getting the shot and how it could impact the timeline of kids being vaccinated. Today at 4 p.m. on NBC4. Tonight, it's the Voice Live Rounds, and Nick Jonas wants his first win. Let's get this done. Who's got what it takes and whose dream ends here? Watch live and vote to save your faves. The Voice Live Rounds, tonight on NBC. Today on News 4 at 4, we're working for you. An inside look at the local COVID vaccine trial for kids. What children reported days after getting the shot and how it could impact the timeline of kids being vaccinated. Today at 4 p.m. on NBC4. Tonight, it's the Voice Live Rounds, and Nick Jonas wants his first win. Let's get this done. Who's got what it takes and whose dream ends here? Watch live and vote to save your faves. The Voice Live Rounds, tonight on NBC.